Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, August 4th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. President Biden issues an executive order to enhance abortion. California tries to ban entertainment projects in pro-life states. Gun sales surge in Massachusetts, of all places. Mayors declare a monkeypox emergency. Also, we have the absolute worst presidents we have ever had. Mr. Biden signing an executive order to safeguard abortion. The action assists women to travel outside their home state in order to terminate a pregnancy. Said the president, quote, emergency medical care is being denied to women experiencing miscarriages. Doctors are uncertain about what they can do to provide for their patients, unquote. I'm not sure that's an accurate statement, but that's what he said. At least 14 states have moved to limit abortion since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Mr. Biden also wants to use taxpayer funds through Medicaid to help abortion seekers. California Governor Newsom writing an open letter to Hollywood, the Democrat urging production companies to relocate film projects from pro-life states. Sacramento unveiling legislation that provides 1.6 billion taxpayer dollars for studios that shoot movies in the Golden State. Writes Newsom, quote, to those in power who make decisions in Hollywood about where to film, we in California say, walk the walk. Firearm sales in Massachusetts skyrocketing. New data shows gun dealers in the Bay State on track to sell at least 300,000 weapons this year. That's a 60% rise from 2019. The surge driven by first-time buyers, women, minorities concerned with rising crime. Violent felonies across the USA up 30% in the last two years. Homicides up 40% in major cities. The mayors of San Francisco, New York, San Diego declaring a monkeypox emergency. What this is all about is that the illness related to smallpox was first diagnosed by researchers in Denmark back in 1958. Well, the U.S. now confirms 6,000 cases. We'll see if a vaccine can wipe that out. In a moment, want to know the worst presidents? We have the list next. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. 
So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. No question that Joe Biden is struggling as president. But how bad is he comparatively? Let's take a look. Martin Van Buren was a terrible chief executive, born in New York, December 5th, 1782. He served as Attorney General of New York, U.S. Senator, Governor of New York, U.S. Secretary of State, Vice President under Andrew Jackson. But then when he was elected president in March 1837, shortly after, the U.S. economy collapsed and old Martin did not know what to do. John Tyler, also a disaster. He was a Democrat, born in Virginia, 1790, served in the U.S. House, governor of Virginia, U.S. senator, vice president, and he became president in April 1841 after William Henry Harrison died. Tyler really liked slavery, and he helped that heinous industry. The president actually helped the slavers. Awful. James Buchanan was without a doubt the worst president in U.S. history. Democrat, born in Pennsylvania, 1791, served in the House, Senate, Secretary of State, became the 15th president in March 1857 as the southern states were in active rebellion against the federal government and Buchanan sat there and did nothing and allowed elements in the South to attack federal property. Buchanan did zero to prevent the oncoming civil war. He handed Abraham Lincoln a totally out-of-control country. Andrew Johnson was the first impeached president, Democrat, born in North Carolina, 1808, served in the House, Governor of Tennessee, Vice President under Lincoln. When Abe was assassinated, Johnson got in there. He was a drunk. He was incompetent. He totally booted Reconstruction. He got impeached but not convicted. He was awful. Fast forward to Herbert Hoover, another terrible president, Republican, born in Iowa, 1874, U.S. Secretary of Commerce under Warren Harding, became the 31st president of the USA, March 1929. Shortly after that, the economy collapsed, the Depression hit. Hoover just sat there for four years as millions of Americans suffered, some were starving. In fact, people didn't have places to live, and they erected shanty towns called Hoovervilles because all Herbert didn't know what to do. And now we come to Joe Biden. Born in Pennsylvania, 1942. Served as U.S. Senator, Vice President under Barack Obama, 46th President of the United States now. I think it's fair to say, so far, it's been a catastrophe. Biden, the inflation, it's his fault. Open border, his fault. Terrible crime, his fault. He supports progressive candidates, DAs. Will Biden make a comeback? Well, Ronald Reagan did. First two years of Reagan were not good. He came back. But I don't think old Joe has it. My opinion, but I don't think we're going to see a comeback by Biden, and he'll go down as one of the worst presidents. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. Please check out Honest News Analysis on BillOReilly.com and 
My book, Killing the Killer, is still a bestseller. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Today, 90% of Americans stream music on the internet, but 64 years ago, folks listened the old-fashioned way on the radio, to quote Donna Summer. Beginning August 4, 1958, Billboard magazine began publishing a list of the top 10 songs of the week in America. Here are the biggest hits that first week, 1958. Number 10, Peggy Lee, Fever. Number 9, Johnny Otis, Willie and the Hand Jive. Number 8, Jack Scott, My True Love. Number 7, The Coasters, Yakety Yak. Number six, Dwayne Eddy, Rebel Rouser, an instrumental. Number five, the Kalen Twins, When. Number four, Elvis, Hard-Headed Woman. Number three, Bobby Darren, Splish Splash, I Was Taking a Bath. Number two, Perez Pardo, Patricia, I Don't Know Perez. And the number one hit, 1958 Billboard, Roll It. <laughs> At my call, but when I met that little girl, I knew that I would fall for a little fool. Oh, yeah, I was a fool. Uh-huh. All right, Ricky Nelson, poor little fool. Now, Ricky was underrated. If you remember the old sitcom Ozzy and Harriet, David and Ricky were the boys. Ricky came on at the end of the show, sang a song. Some of his songs are really good. That was good. Poor Little Fool, Traveling Man, Garden Party later on. Now, Billboard magazine remains the industry standard. Here is the magazine's top 10 list this week. Number 10, Glass Animals, Heat Waves. Number 9, Post Malone, I Like You. Number 8, Bad Bunny, Love Bad Bunny. Oh, Mi Puerto Benito. Number 7, Harry Styles, Late Night Talking. Number six, Beyonce, Break My Soul. Number five, Future featuring Drake, Wait For You. Number four, Jack Harlow, First Class. Number three, Kate Bush, Running Up That Hill. Number two, Harry Styles again, as it was. And number one, Lizzo, About Damn Time. Uh, Maybe we should go back to 1958. Back after this. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.